Good evening, Inderrail. To my right, I once saw him get trapped in a conversation about the finer points of Mars Volta, and if given the chance, he will adamantly defend that Terminator 2 is the best movie of all time. Because it is. You know him. You love him. Devin, not Kevin. Yay. <laughs> and to my left, the word poop makes his skin crawl. He prefers his pizza boneless. The Dungeon Master of Disaster, DM Dylan. Let's go. I'm Brennan, and welcome to A Fistful of Treasure. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're gonna you're gonna give us all of that and just say I'm Brennan. He's Brennan. I mean, I can't write my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to tonight's show, everybody. Thank you to those of you that listened to our inaugural podcast. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with the two of you? <laughs> Welcome back to another round. Let's get this bread. <laughs> Wait, we're getting bread? <laughs> no. Is it garlic? It's uh, Olive Garden. Endless. Wait, wait, wait. But is it still warm? Because once it gets cold, that shit's nasty. It is nasty. I'll still eat it. still warm and still got that grit to it. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, uh, let's get down to business. And defeat the Huns. I was waiting for it. The the first topic that I kind of wanted to talk about tonight. Earlier in the week, a good friend of Devin and I's, Mike, uh, sent us a text saying, Hey, will you guys get on 14 and ERPG with me? Yes, obviously we and, will. And and my snappy comeback was, nah, man, get on Destiny 2 and ERPG with me on, you know, this shooter MMO. So just for, for shits and giggles later in the week, I, I started playing Destiny 2 again. And just kind of trying to catch up to what's going on with the game. Uh, I was reading an article on Screen Rant that Bungie came out and said that they made a mistake by making Destiny 2. Devin, hold your thought. They made a mistake because they felt like they alienated the group that was still playing Destiny 1. So, interestingly, uh, if you turn over the case of Destiny 2, Bungie is not the only developer. There is also Activision on there, which is now Activision Blizzard. And as we know, uh, Overwatch 2 is on its way. So I was kind of interested to see if the publisher had kind of just given lip service or if they were serious about what they were talking about. So I went to do some more research on Overwatch 2 because it's kind of been quiet for the last few months. And I found um, an article with Jeff Kaplan, who's the the head developer. Papa Jeff. Papa Jeff. Jeff with a PH. I don't remember. He got a coffee cup with something on it that Uh, Jeff was spelled horribly. I don't remember. He was going on about how they absolutely do not want to alienate the people that are playing Overwatch 1 and how all of the the, uh, content will be available between both games and I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's the point of making yeah, overwatch two. If you, why not just update it and leave it the same? I, uh, there's gotta be something that's in two. That's not in one, unless it's just like a graphical overhaul. But I, yeah, I think, I, I think maybe same. some game modes won't be available. Cause I think there's supposed to be a more PVE based game in overwatch. Yeah, two I as think, well. I think there's supposed to be a campaign of some sort, but then all of the content isn't available in one that's in two. 
So no, I heard all the, all the heroes are going to be in one. It's just like DLC or something. That's I do remember oh. them saying that when they first. You don't have to it. buy the second one. You just have to buy the individual <laughs> characters. Congratulations. I mean, I could be wrong, but I do remember what what Brennan said when they first announced it. Whenever that was at BlizzCon or whatever, they said, "Yeah, everything in Overwatch One will be in Overwatch Two." And I was like, "Well, what's the point of buying a second game? Like, why don't want why not just making an expansion?" Yeah. Um, but that we were having that conversation the other night. I mean, it essentially is an expansion, whether they're calling it that or not. How how often is it okay for a game to release an expansion? Because we got into that that conversation because you feel it's sometimes predatory for them to to it it definitely can be, yeah. Um, I don't know that I could give you like a solid time frame. It's also like if you released an expansion and then released another expansion the year later and then didn't release another expansion for like two or three years, that's a totally different situation than if you're releasing an expansion, you know, every year or every however often. I think, I think it, de- it depends on the content of the expansion because Final Fantasy XIV has been pretty um, structured by doing it every two years. Yeah. Uh, and, but I haven't, I haven't played all the expansions you have. Do you think it's, it's been warranted that every two years they're releasing this? Uh, so far, I think so. Yeah. Um, given the sheer amount of things that have been released with each expansion, I think it's okay. But whether or not that's just, Hey, I like final fantasy 14 and I'm now biased for it. That's I, that, that could definitely be a fair statement. I don't know. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think games as a service is kind of the future. With I with hope game. not. Well, <laughs> with like popular games like 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 Destiny, and from what they're saying with Halo, how they plan on Halo Infinite lasting the next like ten years. Uh, they, a lot of industries are moving that way, and I don't like it. Yeah, same. What would you What would you prefer to see? Uh, I mean, most. I hate to say most of what we have right now is fine, but I'm going to go with that, even though that's probably not true at all. Um, but I mean, even MMOs might get a little bit predatory and definitely like sports games are no, but people, um, people that buy the same sports game every year, absolutely know what they're doing. I, I agree with oh, you. Yeah, and sure. I'm not, I mean, people who buy, you know, an MMO and then it's, expansion or whatever every year they know what they're getting into too usually um but it's still predatory just because people are willingly walking into the bear's den doesn't mean that or the lion's den doesn't mean that uh it's not a predator waiting inside i'm not even saying that they need to be protected from that if you want to spend your money on it go for it i just don't like it right I just, it, I think the industry, I think Dylan's right. I think the industry is moving towards having a game last longer and just, it and continually um, releasing content for it. Yeah, like seasons and like especially for like, like shooters. Rainbow mm-hmm. Six Siege is a good example of that. I mean, that game was not designed to fail, but they definitely didn't expect That's my favorite part is that long. Rainbow Six Siege was like, okay, we're going to put together this garbage game. Wait, why did it get popular all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. Oh God, we got to go back and fix everything. Yeah. Rainbow Six Siege isn't like the worst of the one that I've seen. Uh, the worst that I've seen lately has probably been uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, where they they did a thing of in order to get any of the DLC, you have to buy all of the DLC, and that's kind of my worry with games as a service. Is it makes it a lot easier to do things like that, where oh, you want this one part? Pff, too bad, it's a service. It's all or nothing. Really? Yeah. You see, and, and I was reading another article. Um, about the how ethical this is because destiny has made 
um, the beginning campaign and the first two expansions free to play until November when they patch the game or the new, I guess the new expansion comes out. Um, and then all of that's getting vaulted. Okay. But I mean, I suppose it's, it's just a part, a natural part of the progression of the game it, for new content. And I don't, but I don't know, is it just too much to have on one server and it's, 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 they're not able to retain all that or, uh, I, I don't know for sure. It definitely could be. It also could just be that, I mean, anytime you change anything, you have to go make sure that it's compatible the, with the yeah, old it, stuff. So it gets to be a nightmare to maintain things if you have too much going on at once. Right. I think they'll always have, I mean, if you buy the base game, I think they'll always have something for you to do. I just don't know how much it will be, mm-hmm. especially once they get, they get rid of what the base game was. Mm-hmm. Isn't Destiny 2 free to play now? It, it may be. Uh, I, I do remember because I have it on, on uh, Battle.net because uh, they have like Call of Duty and stuff through yeah, Battle.net. Yeah, they they started launching uh, other Activision games through Battle.net. I, I do remember a while, hey, Destiny 2 is free to play. I didn't know if it was a time thing. I just went and downloaded it. I never played it, but I just installed it. I didn't know... Um, I'll be interested because they're getting rid of like whole planets. Like yeah. you can visit multiple planets in the solar mm-hmm. system in the, in there's probably like eight. I, I can't, I don't know the actual number. There, there's probably eight visible planets, but they're getting rid of some, but they're adding different ones. Mm-hmm. So I, is, is it just a natural progression of where they're taking the story and, and that's what's happening? I mean, it wouldn't be, it definitely wouldn't be the first instance of an MMO either completely removing or just, drastically changing things I mean, you see i can't think of one mmo that's taken out maybe wow you played wow yeah, way much than wow me. definitely with uh cataclysm the entire like map of the world well not the entirety but a, ma- a massive portion of the map from vanilla wow was completely redone there were quest lines that were taken out there were new quest lines that were taken in uh or put in rather and they did it on purpose to a point because people had leveled characters multiple times. And every time you leveled, like you couldn't level a class, you had to level a character. So you'd have to go back and do these quests. And then, you know, there were, there were people who had eight or nine characters and that meant that they had done a lot of these quests. I mean, slip between two factions, let's call it four or five times each that just completely lost interest. Plus it offers a new starting point for new players to get in. Like, yeah, you know, you're not going to have all these people who already know all of this. You'll be experiencing it for the first time with all of these other people. So that's a good jumping on point. But now I guess it's like, uh, you know, a lot of different circumstances in life. If it's done well, it'll be well received. If it's done poorly, well, yeah, rip your game, right? Yeah, and then maybe, too, they're just taking those planets or whatever. I never played Destiny 2, but I played a bit of Destiny 1. So I think I know a little bit of what you're talking about. But, uh... Maybe they're just taking those planets out to overhaul them and bring them back later. Uh, they're saying these. they're getting vaulted, and the vault is, like, archived. Oh. Okay. As in, it's, it's not going to be in the game anymore. They Not to say they won't come back in another expansion, but I, I'm pretty sure Destiny, they've revealed the next three expansions for the game and, and kind of set where they're going to be. My, my only experience with stuff getting vaulted is from League, and I know neither of you play League of Legends. Nope. No, sure you won't. want to. <laughs> But they do they do vaults or like skins or certain game modes that they have on like a certain time of the year thing, which I think that just kind of 
helps with the appeal of them, I guess. I mean, Overwatch does that with their seasons. Yeah, the the seasonal skins and emotes and stuff that you have to unlock or have to unlock in that season. But well, there's aren't there certain events where you can go back and win some of the older stuff. Or is it just when that season comes up again? I think it's just when the season comes up again. To be honest, I'm not entirely sure because they've changed it a little bit since, since we, we played. Playing. Yeah, which it still blows my mind that uh, Overwatch was supposed to be an MMO. I, I I don't know how it would work. I mean, it was I I looked into it years ago and it was pretty different in the original incarnation. But like I I want to say Overwatch certain characters like. I think Tracer was one was like that was a class in the MMO originally, uh, but also I think some of the classes got split into like multiple characters just because if you're going to have a class, it's going to have a lot more than three new, unique features right, or whatever. Right, right, right. I mean, I guess speaking about video games, I mean, what is your opinion on, on delays? Because we got some pretty big ones. I mean, so well, I know you 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 were physically pained by a uh, vampire being delayed too, which did you also <laughs> read that the lead writer was also fired from the yes, from Hard, was it Hard Suit Labs? Is that the company? I know it's Paradox. I don't, I don't Paradox, But the guy, Brian Mitsoda, who's the the lead writer for the Bloodlines 2 and was also the lead writer for Bloodlines 1 was also fired, as well as the director, Kaya Clooney. I'm not sure who that person is. And they have this new guy kind of coming in as a consultant, I guess, because the game's mostly made. And the consultant they have, I can't remember his name, but he's worked on Far Cry and some other big games. And I don't know. It's like, man, a lot of some people, I mean, I'm still going to play the game when it comes out. But I wonder, I'm curious to see as far as why he was let go. I never, it's the same thing with movies. I never like reshoots or editing this late in the game. Right. Yeah, it's a little worrying. I I was going to ask if they had announced why he was let go. He had a, he has a post somewhere where he, he didn't even know, like it was a surprise to him. And all of a sudden he was like, Hey, you're being let go. He was saying how, you know, he spent the last five years working on it. He came up with the original idea for the sequel, like in his living room and has been like pushing to have it, you know, made. What's the uh, what's the studio? So Paradox is the one is the owner, but then there's also Hardsuit Labs, which is the company making the game. Which their uh, Paradox Interactive owns them. Uh, I've never, I'm not sure what other games Hardsuit Labs has made. I don't know anything about either one of these studios. I mean, Par- Paradox, Paradox has some a games little bit, but... on Steam. Um, is it Stellaris? Maybe. They've, they've got some Stellaris is a paradox game. Yes, yeah. I'm not 100. percent So it's not like they're they're in money trouble. No, I don't. I don't think that's it. I mean, could be, but it, usually, if you're gonna get rid of your head writer and, and somebody director, else and the director, that's head writer and head director, and then bring in a consultant, you're not usually doing that. Like consultants cost, generally speaking. Right. So are we about to get uh, uh, Justice League, the non-Snyder cut? Because that's what it sounds like. It definitely... I don't know if it would be... You know what it would probably be more akin to is uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Because I think they had some... Or was that Mass Effect 3 that had major... See, it it could have been Andromeda because I didn't pay any attention after getting done with Mass Effect 3. Yeah, I don't... I can't remember now. Um but it's generally not a good sign when it's really close and someone gets cut. That's unless it was done for uh, political reasons or something like that. I don't. It's, I don't it's, know it's not just that. Even I mean, it's it's late in the game and they get fired. That's one thing. 
it's late in the game they get fired and then they hire a consultant to do god knows what that's what scares me yeah that's generally a bad sign i agree right uh, we'll see they say i mean i don't i don't know just 2021 is the only like i mm-hmm. think date and no actual you know month to that so yeah i i hope it turns out well i was looking forward to the game yeah. but i as far as other game delays it it depends on yeah. why it's delayed if if they come out and say it was delayed because um you know look we just want some more time to to polish it and we don't want to make our people work you know 24 hour days right. for the next 3 months or whatever yeah I, I don't have a problem with that that's fine but if it comes out yeah we're delaying it a month cuz we want to make like you know we had creative differences and we're trying to solve that that's not a good sign right and i would think right now with the pandemic, everybody's stuck at home. This is the time you want to be releasing a video game. I agree, but it depends on how much of your development can be done from home. That is true. in a studio or... That is true. Yeah, because even with uh, CG Project Red, uh, they had a delay as well, but they had said that most of their staff, if not all, was working for home. And they were, at the time that they had released the statement, said that they were on track for, I think, what, September was supposed to be the most recent release before it was delayed? But did it get delayed past September again? Yeah, I think November is when it's coming out now. Yeah, you're right. It's it's November now. Um, yeah, but they were one of the ones who gave the. We just need look. It's oh, not yeah. running quite right. We just need a little time. Which to Which there's it up. a big difference between. Hey, we need two more months to. Hey, maybe sometime next year. Yeah. The, right. And by the way, our lead writer and director they're gone. Fired. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe another year. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Not not generally looking good there. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they. I mean, I feel like the stuff that Minnesota had put in the game will still be there. I'd be surprised if they just took everything, like a whole Metroid Prime Four, which who knows when that's going to get announced again, because that was being made, and I know Nintendo didn't like the way it was going, so they just literally scrapped it and started from scratch. I thought that's what's going to happen with Bloodlines too, but I'm just kind of interested to see what's going to be different. On the other hand. If a game starts getting delayed for too long, now you're looking at a possible Duke Nukem Forever. Mm. <laughs> no one wants that. No, that was. So, I want to say something else was delayed for almost as long and actually ended up being kind of good. I just can't remember what it was. Oh well, that's a nowhere thought. There you go. No, Duke Nukem was like a perfect storm of your game super mediocre, um, but we're also going to release it right next to Skyrim. Well, it was. The gameplay itself was more or less mediocre. The humor was not well received at the time it came out. Um, they just, it was a problem of they, so many different people and so many different studios worked on it and it had been in development for so long that video games had evolved to a point where past it and they didn't keep up with that. They were still, if that game had come out when it was originally supposed to come out, I think it would have done very it been, well. It been, yeah, it would have been great. I, I mean, I played the game. The jump puzzles were awful. Like the just the, the the basic mechanics of the game were clunky, and you know, back in the day, Duke Nukem was on the same tier as Doom as far as I, shooters. It was made essentially in the same engine. I, I mean, so. it, they were kind of the same game. They but anyway, pretty much were. <laughs> yeah. Um, but look how good Doom 2016 was versus... Wait, were they made in this? No. No, I, you're, no, Duke Nukem was 3DO and... 3D Realms. 3D Realms. It was 3DO and then 3D Realms were there, or 3D Realms and then 3DO. I don't remember which way it went, but... And then Doom was... And then Doom was id. Totally different. Yeah. 
But they were they were similar games. Yeah. Oh, well, Duke Nukem was. Let's not say ripping off, but it was. It took. I mean, some, the whole uh, game was very tongue in cheek. Yeah. Well, I literally, you literally in Duke Nukem 3D, you literally find a dead Doom guy, and yeah. like he's in one of the levels. Doom Marine. Yeah. Yeah. And they still did that. They um, power armor is for pussies. Yeah, yeah. They did, at the beginning of Duke Nukem Forever, there's yeah. there's the Master Chief's <laughs> yeah. power armor in the back of a SWAT yeah. truck. <laughs> Hail to the king! I love the quotes that he says, man. Oh, I mean, some of them were stolen. Like a lot of people don't realize that bubblegum quote is is from a um, it's from Eastwood, huh? No, it's from, from a from Hot a, Rod movie. Uh, yeah, Roddy Piper. Uh, they live. It's from They Live. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with the quote, it's it's uh it's time to chew bubble gum and kick no, ass. No, the other way around. I'm here. Oh it's, yeah, I'm here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of gum. Yeah, and then the hill to the king, I think, was stolen that, from that's uh, absolutely from Evil Dead. Yeah, or technically from uh, Army of Darkness. Or Army of Darkness. Okay, groovy. That is also stolen from from Ash Williams from oh, the original I, Evil I, Dead. I, I was that's what I was quoting with groovy. <laughs> Was it in the original? I thought that was in the second one. You're right. It's in the second one when he, he gets the chainsaw arm. Yeah. The first one's so... It's so funny to talk about the first one versus the second one. Because the first one um, was, you know, small budget Sam Raimi movie. Shot mm-hmm. in, I think, a school gym, if I'm remembering that correctly. Evil Dead? The original Evil Dead. Really? The second one, they couldn't get the rights back. So they literally had to tell what happened in the first one. And it's kind of, if you're not aware what's going on, you seem, you're like, mm, this is really rushed, <laughs> but really they're just trying to get through yeah. what happened in the first it's, one. It's like the first third to first half of the movie is just the first movie all over again. Except faster. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while since I've seen the second one. I remember the first one the most because it freaked me out as a kid. Well, the first one was also, I don't know if it was straight up horror, but it was. It was meant to be. It was meant so to be. So the second scary. one, they didn't really get campy till the third one. To the right, army but the of second darkness. one still had. It was. It was a little bit more amusing. It was a. It was a horror comedy. Yes, and I think the first one I would just classify as a horror. And the third one yeah. was just comedy. Right, which I still haven't seen the 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 reboot. I hear that one was that good. one is I haven't seen it either. I've heard that one's really scary. Yeah, I'm about which it. is why I have not seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I have seen all of. Ash versus the Evil Dead. I know you and I watched a lot of it together. We watched the first two seasons. I haven't seen the third season. Third season has been out forever. Is still solid. It's on Netflix, actually. Mm-hmm. It's it's still uh, very solid. That being said, Bruce Campbell has come out and said that he's he's done playing Ash. He's because they, there is another Evil Dead movie scheduled to be shot or something having to do with Evil Dead, and he's like, I'm not playing Ash anymore. You know, it's time for somebody younger to to be the star of this. Yeah. That's fair. He Which did they older. gender swap Ash in the new movie? I yes, it was it was a girl. Okay. It was a girl. He and here's the thing. So the whole movie plays of the, the reboot of Evil Dead, which came out in 2013, 2012, somewhere in there. I don't remember. So it's definitely twenty teens. Yeah. So so the whole movie plays right, and then at the very end, after like the screen goes black, um, there's there's Bruce Campbell's Ash. And he starts a chainsaw and says groovy, and that's it. That's his whole cameo. It's like not in the movie at all. It's just like this this uh I guess fan service towards the end. Yeah. Hmm. I need to check it out. I also want to watch Color Out of Space because I love Nick Cage. I've I've heard that one's creepy too. But that one's more I think that one's more a body well, I guess body the remake horror. of Evil Dead is supposed to be pretty bar a body horror heavy, but oh. yeah, Color Out of Space I think is almost entirely body horror. How about it? You know, we were just having this conversation the other day that Nick Cage has actually had some pretty solid movies come out lately, but they're not like mainstream. 
Yeah. Like Man- Mandy is supposed yeah, to Mandy be Yeah, Mandy is supposed good. to be very good, but that's the one where he's like is he's like psycho or something or No, Mandy's the one where his wife gets taken by a cultist motorcycle gang and he like goes to get her back and it's kind of I think it's set in the 70s. I don't I don't in know. rural I America, it but it's it, it's he's supposed to be really good and there was another one that came out recently too with him in it, but again it was not mainstream, but his 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 acting was apparently very good. Now I'm very excited to see him as Joe Exotic in the Tiger King movie because I, that has been confirmed that he will be serious? playing Joe Exotic. I don't I don't understand. Like I understand that they're trying to capitalize on a, you know a, a sleeper hit that was the Tiger King series. I don't but think I don't think Tiger King would going be going with this. I don't think Tiger King would be uh, where it is without the pandemic. Oh no, absolutely yeah, true, not. I don't. True. I I agree with that. I I just don't understand. Uh, is it just gonna tell like retell the story from at like instead of being a a uh a documentary, a documentary to be an actual it'll be like an biopic actual, or something yeah Maybe I, more I dramatic. so so let me let me add this piece I, to the puzzle because this is new this week jeff Lowe, who if you've watched the series you know has ownership of of the zoo okay he has closed the zoo and his public statement is it will be used for movie, television, and web series retellings of Tiger King as a set piece. This is what he's going to do with this piece of property. Hmm. I mean, I guess it only takes one or two series for him to recoup that money, depending on what he's charging, but... That is a, a bad idea. That is a brave business statement, <laughs> but, I mean, if, if he's as much of a con man as... Well, it's... That's that's the interesting part too that he would still want to be associated with that considering that the original series does not, not paint him portray- in a good light. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely not. <laughs> I still, I really hope that the Nicolas Cage Tiger King has absolutely nothing to do with Joe Exotic, and it's literally just Nicolas Cage surrounded by tigers wearing a crown, and that like that's just the whole movie. It's just Nick Cage. <laughs> Being a king surrounded by tigers. I've heard of worse, worse movie pitches. So I want to cut back. What was the other movie that he was in? That I don't remember. I what, couldn't tell you. What was it about? Or I like, have no idea. I just uh, heard he was good. I did watch a movie with him. I think it came out in nineteen or eighteen called Kill Chain. It was pretty good. Well, that, you're kind of proving your point in that, though. That's that not mainstream. Yeah, it, it, you know there was a movie that he was good in, but you can't even remember what it's called or what it was named because. I mean, he's just kind of in a lot of things these days, and some of them are good and some of them are bad, and you just don't really know what you're getting into. Right, which is that... I see that as him being successful, if you think about it. Like well... all these movies. I mean, even, even he, if they're not mainstream. He went broke. And oh, he did? Yeah. Unfortunately, he went almost flat broke, and he started having to do more movies. Uh, and he is absolutely a thermostat actor. If the movie's bad, he's not going to be good. But if the movie's good, he's great. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, he has that... I don't know, the effect where uh, he somehow he knows how this movie is going and that's how his acting is portrayed. I, it, I, there's a few other actors that are that same way, but Nicholas Cage to me is the, he's like the example. Yeah. He's the bar. Yeah. And I, I will not back down. Con Air is still his best movie. It is most definitely not because I, everyone knows that the rock is the best Nick Cage movie. Really? Yes. I absolutely. Like face off. 
Face Off's good. Face Off is good. Face Off is a good Face one. Face Off is good. Uh, I I still like Drive Angry. I know it's not a good movie. I enjoy it's, it. It's it's entertaining, I guess, but it's not quality. Also, I also still enjoy Gone in sixty seconds when Angelina I, Jolie I, had dreadlocks. I, I I recall, and that is another one. It's entertaining. It's not really good, but it's, it's entertaining. Of, it was almost like this this offshoot of Ocean's Eleven, where you're like, let's get all these really famous people to yeah. do a heist movie, more or less. Yeah. I like Season of the Witch as well. That's more recent. I, 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 I just seen it. It's got him and Ron, Ron Perlman. I think I think they freaking awesome together. I think it's, there need to be more movies. With this it's guy. probably better than that Vin Diesel movie. What was it? The Witch. Uh, oh, his oh, D&D character. Uh, thing? Yes. Uh, just Witch Hunter? Was that what it's called? The Last Witch Hunter. The Last Witch Hunter. The Last Witch Hunter. And he's like, this guy's a level 20 warlock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't care what anyone says. That movie is hysterical for all the wrong reasons. And I love it. We brought some pretty non-fantasy people with us to watch that we movie. Did, we TV. did. <laughs> they even they were entertained, but they're like, "What is this?" Yeah, I've still never seen it. It's it's, it's worth a watch. As someone who plays D anD D, you should give it a gander. <laughs> I want to say Riddick was based on one of his D anD D characters too. He actually. has tattoos of his characters of his D anD D characters in Riddick. Uh, okay, is that what it was? Yeah, I think that's the the legend. I've never confirmed this, but the legend is like some of the tattoos that Riddick has because Riddick usually is wearing a, a sleeveless shirt. Mm-hmm. That one or two of them are based on a few I of his D and D characters. I don't remember him having tattoos. I was about to say the same thing. I don't remember him being tatted up. Maybe it's not Riddick. It's some movie. Maybe Triple X. Did he have tattoos in Triple X? He did. What? Definitely had. The, definitely had the Triple X. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I can remember. I don't know. I do. I do remember there was an interview with Vin Diesel where he was talking about earlier in his acting career, at the very least, and how uh, he just wouldn't shoot on like Saturdays because Saturday was D and D night. So like he was like, "No, I'm not shooting. I got to go play D and D with my friends." I respect that. I, I mean, I'm just impressed that he managed to get an acting career going, being unwilling to shoot one day of the week. Yeah. Like, what kind of movies was were you acting in that they were like? Okay, this yeah, is acceptable. I, I, I can't figure that one out for the right. life of me. The new book announced today, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. That's right. Oh, Tasha as in Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Yes, that Tasha, the circle of the seven, nine. Got me, Chief. Is Tasha's another wizard? Yes. Yeah, but she's also like a, maybe a demon. She's a, the adopted daughter of Baba Yaga or Baba La Saga, whatever, whatever the D&D. Oh, Baba Yaga is like. <laughs> she's the adopted daughter of Keanu Reeves? <laughs> No, D and D has their own. It's, it's it's Baba Yaga or something like that. Uh, I mean, Baba Yaga is an old. Uh, unless I'm getting it confused, Baba Yaga is an old Russian. Um, I just want you to know that they absolutely butcher that fairy tale on John Wick. Yeah, like no, Baba Yaga is a female. Yeah, Baba mm-hmm. Yaga is a woman. She's she's also like she's a witch who lives in a hut on top of chicken, chicken legs. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there, there is a Baba Yaga equivalent in D and D, but she definitely has a different. It's Baba something else. I, I want to say Yasaga or, or La Saga or something. But same thing. Old woman with a hut with chicken feet that is strong AF. A drunk. It's, it's, that's a little interesting to me because that's essentially what um, the hags are, are basically just supposed to be Baba Yaga, mm-hmm. except there's a lot of them. And they, it's also mixed with the, the whole trinity thing going on right. like the the hecate the the three witches um 
so it, it's kind of a mishmash of things but so i guess yeah it does make sense because i mean it wasn't like baba yaga and you know the fairy tale was the only witch out there she was just right a very scary one <laughs> We were discussing it briefly earlier, and you, you're not exactly sold on this book I don't, yet. I'm sold on the book. Uh, I don't like the name. I just feel like I have a very strict play on verbiage. So, like, for example, Xanathar's Guide to Everything, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. To me, when you say everything, you got to mean everything. I do like the way that they're naming the books ever since Velos came out, where instead of saying, like, oh, Player's Handbook 2, Player's Handbook 3, mm-hmm. they have a catchy name. Yeah, they're referencing major figures in, yeah. in I, D&D. I do like that. I just don't like that it's also called blah, blah, blah of everything. That's just mean, a, I'm still going to buy the book. but That's, that's a lot catchier than, you know, Xanathar's Guide to Some Things. Well, you can have <laughs> Xanathar's Guide to Everything, but what about Tasha's Cauldron of Secrets or Tasha's yeah. Cauldron of Knowledge? Supposedly, they're going to have a, a lot of the recent Unearthed Arcana, more multi-classes, including a multi-class with Artificer, some uh, the patron rules, psychic rules. I think that's some Unearthed Arcana stuff mm. I have been keeping up with. Yeah, I haven't... Honestly, most of the Unearthed Arcana stuff I keep up with is just uh, for classes and subclasses and stuff. Yeah. And... I generally fall somewhere between, wow, this is broken as shit, or <laughs> who would want to play this? I yeah. don't understand. Fun fact, though, if, if this is correct, the spell Tasha's Hideous Laughter comes from a girl who asked Gary Gygax if he can put a spell in a game about like laughter or something like that. Fair enough. Yeah, so there's I mean, definitely, I mean, there's some no, there's notable spells about uh, Tasha. Who mm-hmm. also, I think she's got two or three other names as well. Does she? Okay. Because Xanathar doesn't have any spells, does he? No. Uh, I mean, he's in a, the book, yes, but himself, no. No, I mean, he's he's a beholder. He doesn't I mean, really need spells. True. Yeah. And, and Tasha Vol- is one of the circle, like, just like Mordenkainen. Uh, Mordenkainen. Mordenkainen. There's like a circle of mages. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the lore. It's like seven or eight, maybe nine. What is Was Volo one of them? No. Volo, 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 he's is. like a guide through, he's just like a, a guide. He knows a lot of stuff about okay. Forgotten Realms. It's a good um, book. It's one of the only, like... Because you own so many of the books, we don't really have to own them. But that is one of the books I do own myself. Is Volo's Guide to? Uh, I tend to buy the more yeah. the more major books. I don't have all. Yeah. Of, I don't have Volo's because you had Volo's, and I just haven't picked it up. Because before before we met Dylan, the two of us, Brendan and I, we were, were the encyclopedia. For yeah, D&D. and we were kind of splitting the books between us as to who was buying what. Um, but then we met Dylan who buys them all. And so. that was, Oof. that was, <laughs> I think we got together right when Xanathar's came out. I, yeah, I literally, I thought it was, a, oh, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Xanathar's Guide to Everything is the book that I always remember because it came out on my wedding day. And so I had to make damn well sure I got, went and picked it up early. Right. Cause you, you really, really like these collector's editions. Or I don't know what these editions are I'm called. I'm a sucker for the special. Yeah. I'm a, I, I'm a sucker for collector editions. What was the other one that came out recently that you had to have? It, it wasn't, re- maybe not recently, but like a year ago, one came out and you're like, I gotta go to the comic book store this day to make sure I get this book. It wasn't Avernus, was it? It might have been Avernus. Mm. Or maybe, maybe, uh, Ghost of Saltmarsh. Man, I thought it was a main source book, not just a a, a setting. That'd be Morden Kane's is the most recent source. But Morden Kynan came out during your wedding. No, it was Xanathar. Oh no, so it was Morden Kynan. That's what it was. Okay. It was Morden Kynan's uh, guide to everything mm. came out. Tomophos. Tomophos. I'm sorry. Uh, came out, and you're like, I gotta be at the comic book store on this day. I need it. <laughs> And that's going to be me with the new Frostmaid book. Uh, that one just looks cool. It does. It's, I mean, once again, it's like John Carpenter meets D&D. I got to get it. 
<laughs> but yeah, Tasha's hideous laughter, uh, or Tasha's cauldron of everything. Is Odaluke one of the circle too? I don't remember all the mages, but I know because there's a there's Tenser, at least like Morden, two. Kanan, or Kynan, Tasha. Yeah. You're looking. They're Min- both looking at me like I have this answer. I Bigsby. started looking at you when you started talking. Bigsby and uh, just a gaze into your eyes. Yeah, Bigsby is definitely one. Yeah, it's Bigby by the way, not Bigsby. Hey, Bigsby. It's not. I don't feel like doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I think. Uh, sorry, I'm pretty sure Vecna killed. No, there's an old module. Die Vecna die back in the 80s AD and D where you have to go after Vecna or something, and he. The session, the 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 spoiler, the uh, adventure starts off with you playing the mages of the circle, all getting killed one by one by Vecna. Hmm. It seems very Vecna. I, I mean, when Vecna's in the title, it's probably pretty Vecna heavy, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's when the eye and hand. You have to, yeah, I know you have to go after it. And it's on brand. Yeah, would be the right term. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, if that's that's everything for our our discussion section. Uh, we will be right back after some words from our sponsors. Are you tired of oppression? Tired of outside forces dictating what you can and can't do? Do you long for a life of adventure? A life of camaraderie? Become a Sharp Sentinel today. The Sharp Sentinels. Inderel's best. Taking on Inderel's worst. Hey, townsfolk. Has a random battle been fought in your town recently, reducing it to rubble? Are you looking to rebuild? Then send word to us, two half-orcs and a human construction company. You may have seen our work in the recently devastated Valaine. We will work with you to restore your town to almost as good as new. Two half-orcs and a human construction company. Here to help you after the battle. Welcome back. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's D&D time. Uh, Fistful of Treasure, Session 2, Dead Acquaintances. So, we left our adventurers, uh, Val and Walker, the Blood Hunter and the Horizon Walker, respectively. They were in the Elderwood. At first, they didn't know what they were doing. But when they got to the Nix Nix's lair, they remembered exactly what they were here to do. Uh, once they kill the Nyx Nyx and the amnesic-like regional effects that this creature can have on a region that it uh, lives around, they found some sort of object in the goo of its deceased and withered body. Trying to figure out what to do next, going back to the local camp of the Kumanti Wood Elven tribes to get some money for the creature that was killing their brethren. Walker remembered that he could speak to someone or something from... Uh, that lives in a plane that is not the prime material. They poisoned an animal and fed this animal to this being known as Mogren. 
He told them that the item that they had found inside the Nyx Nyx's body was a fragment of a god's tear, but refused to divulge any further information until they did a little job for him. And that job was to investigate a pile of corpses. He had an item that was quote-unquote stolen from him, and he wants it back. And we will pick up the session with the two of you guys following the point of interest that Margaret had pointed out on your map, Val. There is a black stain on your map where he touched it. It will not come off no matter what you try to do. As you guys make it to the site, you can see some bodies strewn about, all of which seem to be in uniform armor. It's steel or silver, very shiny, very polished, although some of it is dirty with the grime of the Elderwood. And all the cracks of the plate, um, there is some blue inlighting. And all of the soldiers here have some very strange helmets. Some, they're all full helms. They have almost like antlers that peer off to the sides. And that is where our session will begin. And we're like, we're on top of these guys or we're... You guys are just going into the outskirts of this little area where all the bodies are strewn about. You haven't done any investigation yet. Uh, the only thing you hear is the usual sound of the birds chirping and other animals and indigenous life that live here kind of going about their business. Nothing out of the ordinary for the Elderwood, but then again, the Elderwood is far from ordinary in the first place. I would say we should probably make sure we're alone. It's not a bad idea. Why don't you, uh, why don't you do the uh, ranger thing and... The ranger thing? Yeah, go check the proximity. The... Like you're just going to define me as the ranger? Is that how that is? I don't have a personality of my own or anything. Do you want me to answer this question or? Probably not. Okay. Let me look around. And what are you going to roll? Hey, where's your dice? It's on top of the uh, dice. That's a different one. Oof. Which one are you looking for? The one that matches this. And for the audience, my room seems to be eating dice. Brandon can't find his... And now Devin can no longer find his either. Found it. Found it. All right. Um, all right. Looking around, let's see if I can see if anything's watching. Could I just do a, a perception check? That's fine. Pretty good. Pretty good. That is a 22. You don't see anything watching you. Uh, then you look up in the trees and you do see a little creature. Uh, peering down at you. It looks maybe like a bird. Do I recognize what type of bird it is? You don't. Uh, you do notice uh, it looks like it has wings. There doesn't seem to be any any feathers. It has like a cat-like eye, so like a slit. You know, it's not like a pupil, like a t- t- typical bird. It's just like a yellow with a, a black slit going down the middle. I'm going to go ahead and assume that I'm getting kind of a weird vibe from this cat bird. Sure. Um, I will look away from it and just kind of nonchalantly say in the trees above us to Val. I'll I'll look at it, but not, you know, in, incognito look at it. Sure. It doesn't appear hostile. It doesn't seem to have noticed you two after you pointed out to, uh, to Val and you take a look at it. It seems to be eyeing the bodies strewn about keep an eye on it because between the two of us you're the only one that can hit it at its current vantage well, i'm not sure we need to it might just be a scavenger well i'm just saying i'm gonna i'm gonna walk over to those bodies and if it swoops down please do something all right um i will walk over to the bodies 
I will pull out and knock, but not draw an arrow. Okay, specifically for the creature in the trees? Uh, like, I'm not aiming at it or anything. I'm just ready, ready to shoot if I need to. Okay. And as you're doing that, you're going to approach yes. the scene? Okay. Uh, the first thing that you notice is there seems to be, like, two of these uh, men. One's a woman, one's a man. They're, like, piled on top of each other. You also see about maybe 15, 20-ish feet uh, away from this pileup of these two is another guy on the ground. However, it looks like it's just armor. You don't see anyone inside of it. Okay. Um, like, you can see between the cracks of the armor, like, there's no one there. Right. I'm going to... So, the, the man and the woman are on top of each other. Yeah. Um, I'll take my foot and try to push whoever's on top off. Okay. It looks like the woman is on top. Like, the guy is on the ground on his on his stomach, and she is on top of him also on her stomach. You flip her over, uh, you get to see her facial features. Her skin is, like, dried and pulled back tight against the muscle and tissue beneath her. It looks like she's been decomposing almost, like, at, a, at an accelerated rate. Can I, um, is there a check I can make to try to figure out what may have caused this? Sure, you can roll an investigation, maybe even a medicine if you like, and we can go from there. Uh, the medicine check would be a 13. Okay, Thir 13, like I said, her body does look decomposed. You get a better look at the skin, and you can see, like, these different striations of purple and stuff in her skin. It looks like this may have been magically induced. Are there any personal effects on these people? Uh, on the woman, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Uh, you can see there's uh, some gear next to her body, uh, like a, an explorer's pack, basically, with, you know, tent equipment, bedrolls, rations. And she's brandishing a spear. Other than that, five gold pieces or so. I mean, we're going to take the five gold pieces. Makes sense. And I'll uh, I'll move over to the the blank armor. Okay, as you're as you're walking over to the the this um, empty suit of armor, what are you doing at this point? Still, just kind of keeping watch, making sure, looking at the bird, but kind of out of the corner of my eye, making sure it's not doing anything too okay. suspicious. Roll a perception check too as you're walking over. He called the dice an asshole. <laughs> uh, that'd be a ten. Ten. Uh, you're walking over. Uh, are you like going over hesitantly or just kind of not? I mean, I'm watching what I'm doing. I, I I don't feel good with this creepy bird watching us. Okay. Uh, as he starts heading in that direction, uh, the the bird creature notices that the woman has been like flipped over. It looks like it's probably not strong enough to do that. It's gonna slightly and ever so swiftly swoop down, and you see its claws try and grab the chest piece of her armor, but obviously. It's not going to go anywhere. It's like attached to her. And when he can't get it, he's going to swoop back up to his little perch. You hear a, a slight clang of something again, hitting against metal. You turn around, you don't see anything. So the, the bird seems to want the, to either eat the woman or want something off of her. Well, the bird keeps it up and it's going to be our dinner. I don't think I want to eat that thing. I don't know what it is. You've never seen anything like that? No. Well, that's concerning. I mean, it's the Elderwood. There's a lot of things here that nobody's seen, or at least nobody's lived to tell about seeing them. 
Well, hopefully it doesn't try to kill us. Although if it's struggling to... It doesn't seem to be interested in us, to be uh, fair. Some sort of scavenger. You can run me a nature check if you like at this point. She kind of had a little bit of his behavior. That is an 18. Uh, from what you know about birds... In general, nothing like you know the esoteric stuff, but they do tend to like shiny things. So it just might want the breastplate. I mean, their their armor is dirty in their current state, but underneath that grime is pristine armor, very reflective. Can I? How long is the 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 head of that spear? I'm assuming that's made out of metal, not just a right. wooden spear. Uh, probably like at least. Few inches. I mean, probably like five or six inches or so. Can I walk over and try to snap off the head of the spear and then like clean it off and so it's shiny? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just gonna walk like 15 feet away from the bodies and set that down and then walk away from that and see if the bird goes for it. Okay. While you're doing that, you make it, Val, you make it to the the corpse as just a suit of armor. Um, what would you like to do? Is it like. Is it open or it's just sitting there? It's just sitting there. As if someone laid a suit of armor right here in pristine condition. Is, like, there, is there any evidence that this has been tampered with or placed here? Not as you can see on a general inspection, though. Mm. I'll probably nudge it with... I'll, I'll draw my blade and mm-hmm. nudge it because uh, I'm, I'm more unsure about why there would just be a, like a suit of armor. And I, I assume this is laying... In a configuration that a human or humanoid right. would be wearing it, yeah, like a rag doll effect. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I would, I would, I'll prod at it with my my blade. Uh, you prod at it, and I'll say like the the torso and hip, that being that they're not attached to anything any longer, they just kind of separate, and you can peer better inside the armor. You don't see a speck of anything in here. Hmm. If I if I pick up the helmet and look inside. Is there anything in the helmet? Nothing in there. Just a empty suit of armor. Is it glowing still? Yes. This one is too. The blue, yeah. These these corpses, this is what we think Wagren was talking about. I think so. I mean, the spot on the map that he pointed to ended up here. And there's a pile of bodies here. Okay. And we were looking for a pile of bodies. And, and and we know what we are looking for is not with these people. Right. right. We have no indication what may have happened other than the hunch that Mogren has given us. Correct. He said that he didn't kill them, that he found them there, and that he was looking, he was going to grab that gemstone, but someone, quote unquote, decided to shed some light on things and took off before he had a chance to get it. Can you tell... If a humanoid or something with some sentience has been around here, I mean, I could look for tracks. Yes, that's what I'm asking, but not. We don't. We need to filter out the creature tracks. We need to make sure it's sure. You know, well, actually, I mean, first I want to see what this bird does with the the shiny bit. Sure, so, yeah, you'll you'll. And you said you were like throwing it 15 feet outside of this general area. Yeah. After a while, and uh, once it's sure you're not near it, it'll swoop down and grab it. Uh, you see it pick it up with its two hind legs. Roll me another perception check as you as it swoops down and you have a better look. Now that you know what it's going to do. That's a modified 20. Uh, so this is not... This almost looks like a dragon of sorts. Uh, it doesn't look like your typical... I don't know if, if Walker's ever seen a dragon before. Don't but it definitely so. has those reptilian scales, wings. 
it actually has a little amulet around its uh, neck that kind of jingles with the wind as it uh, clambers against its skin. It picks up the spear and it actually flies around that tree that it's sitting on. It looks like it goes to like a hollowed out area and puts the, that spearhead in there and then goes back to that perch that it was at before. Okay. I was trying to see if it would leave once it got the shiny bit, but apparently it wants more shiny bits. And now I'm really confused as to why there's a teeny tiny dragon looking at well, it us. It seems like we're in its home. I don't think it's just going to leave. I agree. How much, I mean, out of character, I know a decent amount about dragons in your world. Mm-hmm. How much would the... I probably... Walker would probably know a some, at least, about dragons, just considering sure. their nature. I'm assuming he would find it very odd that there is what looks like a baby dragon <laughs> here. Yeah, and I mean, um, this thing per- seems pretty animalistic. So maybe it's just like... A pseudo-dragon? A breed of dragon, you know what I mean? Because... Mm-hmm. Um, from what you know, like the dragons, they're really intel- high intelligence. Mm-hmm. They don't, they wouldn't just be out and about in a tree, you know, unless they wanted to be there for some kind of ulterior motive. Um, and they're normally extremely intelligent. And this thing just kind of looks like it's, like I said, behaving like a typical bird. I mean, now that it's come back out, can I, can I see the amulet it's wearing from where I am? Can you describe it to me? <laughs> it is, uh, it looks, it's a circular medallion the outside of it is silver and the inside of it is gold like there's almost two circles like the back mm-hmm. bigger circle is silver and then the one on top of it is like a golden circle you don't see any iconic iconography on it or anything like that huh i'll just ignore it for now okay. since it doesn't seem to be hostile and sure. i'll take i want to take a look at the bodies and just see if animals have approached them at all sure Romy, other than this Romeo. uh are you looking for tracks in that sort of sort Yeah, of like it's it'd be kind of odd if there's just bodies out in the middle of the forest and nothing came and tried to you know eat them. Sure, roll me a uh, survival. I'm that still rolling well. I don't care if it barely hit it; it hit it. That is a twenty-one. So you're looking around uh, the corpses. So you, there were again there were the two that were on top of each other. That one is now kicked off to the side. There's the one that was a. Uh, just a body, a body of armor. Uh, you also see there is a, a creature or something behind some of the trees, slumped over and dead. You were kind of following some of the tracks. You know this creature is called a tree antler. It's basically a deer mixed, like if a deer and a dryad were mixed. Yeah, hmm. The antlers are actually like trees, and they do have indigenous life that can live amongst their antlers and nests like birds and that sort of thing. As you're looking, getting a better look at what caused this thing to die, it looks like it uh, ate a patch of umbral shade that's near it. Mm -hmm. You also do see this weird, like, lump of grass, like something that was smushed down, and you can see bits of, like, maybe deer bone or something next to it. Like maybe someone called Mogren over here? Right. Great. I will tell you (laughs) that Mogren's been here. Who who else would have an interest in calling him? I I don't know. I don't even know what he is. I don't even know if it is a he. Great. So we've made it out here. We found some inexplicably and magically dead bodies. Uh, an empty suit of armor and um, what is left of a call to Margarine. And also what appears to be a tiny dragon. Yeah, I'm trying to block that out. 
I don't think you should. I think that's that might be important. Does it have a necklace on? Yeah, it has an amulet. Or maybe maybe it's just a shiny necklace. It does like shiny things, I can tell you that. What do you think's in its in its stash? I don't know. The only way we could know that is to try and go in its stash, and I don't think it's going to like that. I mean, I believe in you, buddy. You're a good climber. Are you ready to kill it? Because I think we're going to have to. <sighs> we don't have any leads. Give me a second. Let me see if I can... I was honestly just trying to see if any animals had come to eat these bodies, and it doesn't look like it. Which... It's also strange, right? Very. <laughs> You hear some noises coming from... Uh, I thought that was just you being weird. <laughs> as soon as you you were uh, talking about that, you do hear the sound of some kind of annoying. Turn around, see what it is. Uh, perhaps it passes this tree, this current tree line. Mm-hmm. I will... Can I stealthily make my way over there? Roll me a stealth check. Watch and see. This is where I roll low, baby. <laughs> Oof, uh, That's a big old one. Okay. Uh, what is that total, though? Because I rode pretty low myself. It Total, it is an eight. Okay, you actually beat me. <laughs> yeah. I got a seven. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, the sound of uh, this thing gnawing or whatever it is, is breaking the sound of you stepping on countless twig after twig as you make your way over the next tree line as i essentially just clomp my way over exactly, yeah uh you do see um another one of these soldiers uh looks like it's being eaten by a young owl bear not like infant baby but young adult maybe would i know enough about an owl bear to know whether or not i think i could like scare this away you think you probably could if you had the right... Just with yourself, you know, you probably need to set something up. Hmm. I will stealth back over. Okay. To my friend. So, there's another corpse over there, but there's also a adolescent, let's say. Owl bear eating him or her. I'd rather not fight it if I don't have to. You want to help me scare it off? Yeah, do we... Where's the mom? Yeah, that's why I'd rather not fight it. Okay. Um, yeah, let's try to let's try to scare it off. Do you have anything to help with that? Because I was just gonna set some wood on fire and scream at it. Uh, I, th- I think I got something that can scare it. All right. I'll walk over there. I will follow. And I will cast thaumaturgy real loud right next to this owl bear. Okay. Or you just making a sound of like thunder? thunder? Okay. Yeah, you do that, and you hear this loud sound, and some of the, some of the it does cause some of the wind to blow just a bit, not enough to push anyone off, just the just the, the sheer force of it, and it does scare this thing away. As it does this, uh, some of the wind blows. You can see some of the dead leaves on the ground and dirt kind of blows off to the side, and you see something in the ground. Looks like maybe a almost looks like this burnt piece piece of parchment. I'll walk over and pick it up. Okay. Uh, whoever's proficient with an arcana without rolling, you would know that this would be a used spell scroll. Hmm. You'd have to roll a good enough arcana to see if you can try to decipher what spell was inscribed on it. You, uh, 
found a piece of a spell scroll. I mean, it's used now. Is that what it is? Just look like someone burned a piece of paper. Let me uh, let me take a look at that. Um, that is an Arcana check of twelve. With a twelve, you would you're not quite hundred percent sure what spell this is, but you can read the effects. And it's equivalent to perhaps the daylight spell, perhaps. Basically, uh, a spell that would produce a flash of light in a large area. Mm. Well, well, Arale, I knew you I knew you couldn't be casting that yourself. This explains a lot. I'm sorry, am I supposed to recognize that name? Arale is the name of the elf thief. Fair enough. Um... Is she the type who would know what Mogren is? Enough to know that it it doesn't like light, or that is a very good question. That being said, she is part of a pretty large organization. There may be somebody in there that knows it. I can't know for sure. Does that organization have a name? I mean, it kind of rhymes with Schmeeves Milled. I see. You know, we're alone out here, right? Mm. There's no one around for quite a ways. Can you guarantee that? Uh, pretty close to guarantee that no one's in hearing distance unless it's magically anyway. Well, let's look at this, uh, this poor son of a bitch right here. After you? I will investigate the body. The one that was being eaten? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it looks like, Romeo, I, I'll need a medicine check just because he, he out of all the ones you've seen so I will far, assist. he looks the most injured. That is a modified 20. Okay. As you get a better look, you take off some of the bits of armor and underclothing to get a look at the skin itself. Uh, you can see that it looks like this guy did succumb to his wounds and he did bleed out. Other than the large chunks of owl bear beak that's recently ripped into his flesh, you can see other markings of similar like uh, lacerations, like uh, looks like maybe claws, perhaps other bites. Uh, in, in the, in the kind of like area around the lacerations and the uh, cuts and stuff, it looks like there's, like, the skin around it almost looks a little bit necrotic. It has signs of, like, blue skin tones as if whatever was biting him was causing his skin and stuff to kind of go gangrenous and start to... I can't find the proper word for it. Rot? Rot. Thank you. What's, uh, what color is that that dragon? Like a pale brown. Kind of almost like blending in with the wood. Mm-hmm. Brownish. It's nothing we we would associate with necrosis. Does it have the same kind of purple striation things of the other bodies, or is this totally different? It's different. That like the the striations look more magical. This looks more physical. Would I know of anything that would cause this type of wounds and like rot? Perhaps undead, maybe. Wonderful. But so did she cast the light spell to? If we think this is undead, did she cast the light spell to get Wait, rid of the Wait, do un- we think the body was undead, or do we think it was killed by something? Killed by, killed by undead, yeah. is what I understood. Oh, so do you think she, she cast, cast the, the light spell, spell to, to get rid of the undead, undead? and Mogren was just a bystander? Can I look around for tracks that I think would belong to Aralei? Aralei, yes. Aralei. Sure. Go ahead and make another survival. You can roll with advantage now. You've got a, you guys have been assessing this area for probably at least an hour and a half, two hours. Damn. We slow. Uh, 16. 16. Uh, you actually can f- see two different sets of tracks. Uh, one looks a little more heavier set. It's like deeper into the earth. Perhaps this person was running away. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And there's another set of tracks that's definitely um, lighter. Can I tell how old the lighter set is? The lighter looks to be maybe a day or two, maybe even three days f- fresher than the other ones. Can I tell how old these bodies are? I would need a, I need a medicine check on that. That is a D20. I'll assist you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that good. is a 17. 17. Uh, so the one with the striations, that one almost looks like it's almost a few months old. Uh the one with the owlbear attack, owlbear attacks, that one maybe five, six days old. Mm, it, the corpse is too old for her to, unless an undead came by and was eating it afterwards. But well, wait, you're saying that one looks five months old and one of them only looks a few days old? Well, yeah, but also one of them looks like it's been magically affected by something, and one of them doesn't. If I had to guess, the magic is throwing off. Throwing off the aging. Yeah. Because they're, they're wearing the same armor, right? All of them wearing the yeah. exact same set of armor. Do you again. think, well, you think they were together? We've established that it's unlikely that there were three of them and then one came. I mean, did I later. see, like, when I was looking for tracks, did I see, like, straggler tracks that look like this guy came later than the others or anything like that? Mm-mm. You just see, it looks like one set, from the looks of it, you can see two different sets of tracks. One, definitely somebody was running away quickly and hastily. And the other, it wasn't like necessarily running away, but it definitely wasn't like in a rush or anything like that either. Um, do I see tracks leading from the the five-day-old body back to the pile of other bodies? Mm-mm. There's a way. Hmm. So the, 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 the newest tracks are the light-footed ones. Exactly. That would probably be our elf. I, I would agree. And that the is... The question is, who's this other sucker? Well, I guess... Maybe she can tell us. Or I was going to say she had to have heard about this from somebody. That going, is and the tracks are going in opposite directions, basically. Oh, well, now I'm very confused. Split the party. <laughs> Regardless. So do we, uh, go, do we go after the person who may give us information, or do we go after the, the random? I think, I think we go after the known associate. Okay. But first, do you want to take a look at the dragon thing's nest? I mean, yes, it is slowly killing me. Uh, Just, you know, we're probably going to have to fight it. Give me one second. The tracks that are like the older ones that are running away, the boot size matches the design of the footprint is similar to the armor of the bodies around here. So it looks like there may have been a survivor. And perhaps got out. Somebody just bucktail and just ran while all this shit was going down. The smart one. <laughs> all right. So which set of tracks would you guys like to follow? Uh, how far do you think the other guy got? Depends on how lucky you got. Well, I have a good idea where we can find Aralee, so maybe we should give me, give me a second. I might I might be able to to do something with this dragon thing. Um, oh, that's right. We were deciding if we were going to mm-hmm. merc the dragon. So, DM, uh-huh. I have an ranger, a ranger ability called Primeval Awareness um, that allows me to communicate simple ideas to a beast with an action. 
I don't know if by in this case it says beast and not creature, so I think it's a beast beast. And I was curious as to whether or not I think this thing is a beast. Uh, you think you think it is not a beast? Never mind. Can I spend one minute in concentration to see if there are any monstrosities within one mile of me, or five miles of me? You may. How long do you need to spend? A minute. A minute. You do not feel any monstrosities within your okay five mile radius. Just checking. Just checking. Uh, yeah, I say we we follow Aralee. Aralee. And not, you know, the possibly guy. this guy that's dead, you know, less than half a mile away. Or possibly this guy who made it out of the f- entire forest alive. And that is true. But what about the dragon? Tell you what, you follow Aralee, I'll follow that guy for a couple miles and then catch up with you. What about the dragon? What about it? I thought you wanted to look in a tidy hole. I did, but... I don't think I'm going to be able to convince it. We're not trying to steal things, and I don't really want to kill it. All right, I'll start tracking Aralee, and I have no doubt that you can catch up to me. So Yeah, try not to die before I do. Fantastic. Split the party. Episode two, splitting the party. <laughs> hey, it's how it started, man. So it's only fair if you keep splitting it up. Um, so let's just do some flat rolls, see who I talk to first. 16. One. <laughs> Hey, man, I want to get the All one right. out of the way on that. That's fair. All right, so you start following the tracks that uh, Walker kind of pointed out to you. And, I mean, they are, they, they appear feminine tracks. Um, How, please explain. To me a bit of a like, very please explain. Daint, like the Light-footed? Foot, the light-footed. So, okay. like, an elf track is what elf I'm hearing? Elf track, but, like, the... Uh, or a thief? A thief that... Steps. Yeah, have a step. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just hearing elf. I'm just keep hearing elf over elf. and over. <laughs> elf footing. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, you. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever tracked her down before, but I mean, these tracks seem pretty easy to follow. Um, not long. Maybe you get like maybe two, maybe three miles in that direction, and you can kind of see there was some kind of scuffle over here. Uh, her tracks kind of stop. You can find them after a few minutes they continue going uh, at a much quicker pace but you can see that there's a lot like the the foliage around here the grass the dirt it's all stained with something it seemed like blood no it's it's like like the, the area is like a darker stained color almost like someone changed the color filter on this area that is can I do an arcana check you can no. Not sure what it... Oh, you wrote a no. Okay. <laughs> Today's yeah. dice is brought to you by DM Dylan, where the 20 is a 20, but the one just says no. Yeah. Um, not sure. Something definitely magical here. Can I Can I get a sense of... So we've established that there was a struggle in this area. Um, do And obviously one of the participants was Arale. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think that the others were humanoid? Uh, looks looks to be more animalistic. You animalistic. Can, you can definitely see, judging by what you can... Just roll me a nature check, I guess. Or survival. Excuse me. Survival check. Ooh, that is way better. That is a 22 survival check. It looks like there's a large, like, uh, push-down area. It looks like perhaps uh, Aralee was like... Like something jumped on top of her and threw her to the ground. Uh, you can see... there's a bit, I think it's one thing. One animal? Perhaps. 
Uh, you can see that there is a bit of dried blood in this darkened dirt path. You're not sure if it, if it's from Arale or something else. Right. Um, but other than that, that's all you can really denote from this area. Okay. Well, um, does it look like she dropped anything or can I do an, uh, would they be investigation? Sure, do that. That is a 10. Under a pile of some of the dead leaves nearby this little sunken in area, you can find one of her daggers kind of planted into the ground. It's, it's just like planted there. It's not, not there to, um, signal anything. No, perhaps maybe she, she stabbed it into the ground to get something like to grab her, like to, to stab the ground, to use the hilt to grab on, to like pull right, herself. Right, pull herself. Whatever. Exactly. Okay. I will stash that. Okay. This is like a plus 19 dagger, right? <laughs> uh, no one knows. Uh, it's a vorpal, dra- a vorpal dagger. I, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> she will never get it back if it is. <laughs> Can I have my dagger of instant slaying back? Right. No. No, you may not. All you have to do is roll a three and you decapitate whatever you, <laughs> you've aimed at. Oddly, it has to be specifically a three. You roll a four, it doesn't work. <laughs> roll a four, it kills you. Yeah. Yeah. It just comes back. <laughs> uh, is there... Uh, so So there was a scuffle, but her tracks do lead on afterwards. They do continue, yeah. Okay. I'll, I will not waste time seeing as there was a struggle. Okay. Yeah, and then you look at these new tracks, like she the, the pace definitely picks up. Does it seem like but the tracks are a little bit different, like one foot's heavier. I was gonna say, other. is it like weighted one way like yes, she's limping? Exactly. Okay. Oof. Oof. <laughs> uh back to Walker. Are you following the heavier set tracks? Um as you, you start to walk, you go past the tree line and, and uh bushes, and you can see that the uh the ground itself kind of slopes off. And you can see that whoever was taking this path didn't know that. And you can see that there's like, you know, flattened brush and stuff down this slope. And you can see that there's this hole, like something fell through halfway down the slope. So it was like right next to us and we didn't need split up at all. Cool. Um, <laughs> Three miles down at this point. Uh, yeah, I, but you're going to make up that ground in no time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I Can I safely make a descent yes with careful footing and planning you does, don't need to roll just take some time does the hole look like it's not like like a trapdoor spider type of no, hole it just looks like the ground was a little loose. thinner and there was a cavern of some sort or something exactly. I think. um can i peer down in and see if i see someone at the bottom sure uh you peer down and what your dark vision will tune to the darkness and kind of get the 60 feet range that it offers you or you don't have superior dark vision, do you? No. It is 60 feet? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can see this is some sort of dugout tunnel. Uh, I will allow a nature roll sure. or survival. No. They're the same roll. This is like the yeah. most no, nature no, and survival no, we've ever it's good. done it's, in a it's, campaign. It's survival, is, survival is better than nature, so it's up to you. I think more nature. Okay. I think yeah, I think this campaign is going to be that way. We all meet in there. 18. Uh, yeah, this is a hive of maybe some egg egg. You're not sure. Oh, I don't want to go down there. Okay. Yeah, you look down, you can see uh, a bit, like a piece of his armor, like maybe his boot mm-hmm. in the ground. And uh, if you follow that, you have to go a little bit deeper to get better sight with your dark vision. Is there... Is there a tree or something nearby I could anchor some rope onto? Yes, absolutely. I will anchor rope. I will anchor my rope on the tree 
and crawl down. How how deep does it look like this is? Like sixty feet deep. That's why so I can barely see. Being that it's this it's this slope halfway down, it's probably like twenty five ish feet. It's just is uh looking down various tunnels. Okay. Like a ant like an ant hive is, is why you can't see. Not that it's too big, it's just different okay. paths to take. I wanna do this as stealthily as possible because okay. I do not want them chasing me. Okay. As soon as you get down, uh roll me a stealth check. Let's say your feet have touched the ground at this point. <laughs> nine. Also a nine. But do do the ink egg have a modifier? That's the question. Or whatever, I don't know. I just looking and listening. Sure. And if something it sounds like something's coming, I'm climbing the fuck okay. back out of here. Yeah, you get down, you take a couple of steps forward, being able to kind of see down each tunnel. Um, there's one, there's like three way tunnel, one to your left, center and to your right, uh, to the left and to the right, they veer off just like an ant hive would. Mm -hmm. Um, but the one in the center though, you can see and hear the sound of some, some sort of mucus wet sound. And you think you can see maybe a humanoid encased in something. Does it look like it's moving at all? Slightly. Fuck Okay, I'll tiptoe over to it. How far away, actually? Doesn't seem. Uh, thirty-ish feet, because you can see it in your dark vision. And I don't see anything else moving. Not through the. T so you're looking through a tunnel. So you mm -hmm. you need to. If I, you tell, I tell you what, I'll just crouch where I am for a minute, and see if something comes. Just right by the boat, ready to go. Nothing. Okay, now I'll slowly make my way over to. What looks like a humanoid encased okay. in goo. You start to walk down. Uh, you can hear the sound of something burrowing, not towards your direction, just, just echoing around. through these tunnels yeah. and whatnot. Um, and as you make your way to the tunnel towards this humanoid encased in whatever this is, you can get a better picture of the room. And it's a lot like uh, out of character, the Aliens movies, where mm -hmm. people are stuck in the wall. Oh, no, I knew everywhere. where you were going with this. Yeah, you can see there's a bunch of eggs in here. Uh, just kind of littered around this chamber. And you can see um, other remnants of other humanoids and other creatures. They're not in the situation that this one is. The guy you're looking at, he does fit the sharp sentinel description, the armor that you've seen, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Most of it looks like it's been cut off or like trying to bitten off or something or that, other, that sort of thing. Um, the other creatures in this room have been eaten and that liquidy stuff holding them to the wall has been chewed through. Do I know anything about end cakes? Like, is it a, a wasp scenario where they lay eggs in living beings and let them eat their way out? Roll me another nature check. Uh, ten. Uh, it's quite the opposite. They, this guy is just unfortunate enough to land it right in the hive and being weak enough that they can just kind of capture him and put him here and just wait for some more ink head spawn to hatch and have breakfast, lunch, and dinner ready to go. Okay, so it's not like he's infested. They're just, he's near the eggs so they can crawl over and eat him. Exactly. Uh, does he seem alive? He does. He just seems unconscious. I, hold on. Do I have a dagger? I'm assuming I do. I'm sure you do. I don't have it written down, but I'm pretty sure I do. If not, I have a short sword. Um, can I try to scrape enough off of him to get him free of the goo. Or me another stealth check. Please roll higher than a two. It's higher than a two. 
a 15. Yeah, you can kind of see somewhat of a seam in this stuff. So you can kind of like trace it along there and it comes a lot off. It comes off more quickly and definitely a lot quieter. I'm sorry, it was a 14. That's fine. Uh, you do hear some of the burrowing again. You can hear some of it slowing down and it's kind of stopping. But other than that, yeah. You how how free do I feel like I've gotten this guy? You can probably pull him out the rest of the way if you wanted to. I'm going to stop for a second and wait until I hear the burrowing start again. Or if it starts heading in my direction and just leave him and run. Okay. You sit there and you're waiting. The only sound you can hear is the faint breath of this guy, his unconscious mind taking over um, things for him. And uh, after a while, you can hear the, the burn continue. Okay. Once I hear it continue, I'll try to pull him over to the rope as quietly as possible, okay. which probably isn't very. Roll me a strength check. Yeah. That's what I was worried about. Yeah. As you like pull this guy out, it's either it's you versus gravity holding yeah. this guy up. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> Roll for gravity. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're gonna be at like quarter speed with this guy. That's I am ready to drop him if I must, but I don't want to. Okay. Uh, as you're coming through the tunnel, uh, you can hear some of the eggs starting to riddle and hatch. Behind you? I'm going to walk backwards <laughs> and see With if like, eyes. or just kind of like turn halfway and see if they're like coming at us. Sure. Uh, they're still hatching free. It's going to take probably like, you know, 30 seconds to that. To, okay. To I, I, can I make it back to the rope within 30 seconds? You can. And as, as you're getting into that conjunction with the rope, you can see the guy starting to kind of come to a bit. Um, I am going to what was, what's going clamp on? my hand over his mouth. And just tell him not if you can see me. He nods no. Um, and I will just whisper, be very quiet. Climb the rope I put in your hand. Don't fall. Yeah, okay. He's going to take the rope and he's going to start climbing. Uh, he looks a little malnourished, uh, but he's going to start doing it. I mean, I can't. I'll, I'll climb after him, but I can't like carry him up. He's too heavy. So. Yes, very true. Uh, he gets to the top. Roll me perception check, please. Uh, that is a 17. 17. You don't see anything coming down that left passageway, but you hear something. And it stops. And you hear this. Roll me a deck safe, please. With advantage, because you were high enough perception. That is a 26. 26. This spittle of green slobber just comes in your vision out of nowhere through that dark tunnel heading straight for you. You're able to dodge out of the way, and you can hear this weird <coughs> clacking sound. You can hear something like, <laughs> like riddling across the floor, almost like a horse galloping coming in direction. Um, he's at the top. How he close is. am I at to the top? Uh, you're, you're on the rope at this point. <laughs> I'm a climb. <laughs> I'm a climb as fast as I can. Uh, as you're doing that, you can see that this man has made it to the top, and he's he's got the rope on the other end. He's trying to pull it up your direct like on your end to try to help you get there faster. Mm -hmm. Roll me like an acrobatics check with advantage as you have this man's help pulling you up. Twenty five. Twenty five. You start to climb up, and this guy's pretty strong. He's he's pulling this rope, even though he has. Who knows how long he's been out for. Uh, one of these ankhead claws just comes and 
swipes right underneath your boot, just cuts that line like it was butter. Uh, it starts, it starts reaching up, try to get at you. You can see more NK like, like flies on the, on shit, man. It just swarm in this yeah. area. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you guys make it out. They don't seem to want to leave their hive, which you know that there can be territorial. They know what's in their hive, but they don't know what's out there. So they're not going to come out and try to play. I'd still like to put some distance between us and that, the, the opening. Absolutely. And also, you know, any other tunnels that might be close enough for us to just fall through. Very true. So you're going to make your way back up the slope? Uh, up the slope would be good, yes. Okay. Uh, the, the man's with you. He's going to be a little bit slower than you, mainly because he has one shoe. I will and, help him as, if I can. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of, I guess, crutch his walk, so to speak. Uh, and he's going to be malnourished as well, so that's going to slow him down as well. Uh, once we get to the top, I'll give him some water. Okay. <sighs> who? How, how did you find me? Who? Who are you? Just stumbled across your name's Walker. Who? What the hell happened here? My. my he looks down at his armor. I'm, I'm sure you know who who we are. Not a clue. Okay, well, we're a group of mercenaries known as the Sharp Sentinels, and my name's Rag. I was a scout for my group. Are they? Are you okay? Did you find the rest of us? What's left of them? So they made it? No. Fuck. I, I don't know. We've been traveling for a few days now. We're trying to get back to Windkiss. Windkiss? <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know. No, I know where it is. You're a hell of a way away from Windkiss. We, we were escorting some friends to Vlaine. We got involved. In Vla- Who the hell goes to Vlaine? It's a long story. Anyway, we uh, we found something. We're going to bring it back to our base and wind kiss. Next thing you know, we were attacked. I don't know. These creatures came out of nowhere. This figure showed up. He, he pointed his finger. He said, kill. It was really loud. Next thing you know, one of our guys just disappeared like he wasn't even there. His armor was, his armor was there, but he just he was just gone. Huh. What, 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 kind of, what kind of creatures? What, what guy... Uh, he was really covered in, 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 in like plants and, and vines and stuff. Maybe skull underneath all that. I'm not really sure. These look like you know wolves and other animals, just kind of like just random wild animals. Yeah, but uh, their skin was all necrotic and tearing off. All of their skulls were were exposed. He he, he pulls back his uh, some of his armor, and you can see he's got like that one of those gangrenous rotting wounds they bite like a bitch so you were attacked by a man with a skull and vines just like a walking skull vine as as soon as he did whatever he did to my friend uh ren he our captain he he yelled first to, to run just run that's what i did i didn't look back doesn't look like everybody tried one other person did they weren't as lucky as you and you weren't lucky you were almost food. Yeah, listen, I, I don't have anything at the moment to to pay you or you know. Uh, don't give... don't worry. What was what were you? What did you find? So we our home base of operations is over in Windkiss, as I said. There's a group of individuals that uh, our leader, his name's Zevin, has grown a liking to, and they found some refugees that were being tortured or something. I'm not really sure, and. We needed somewhere safe. The only safe they can think of was Valaine, so we 
took the trek, got a cart, got them down there. We were going to leave. The leader of Elaine asked us to look into something we did. We found this like a gemstone encased in ivy. We didn't really know what it was. We figured the the group that Zevin's been working with may want it or know what it is. So we headed back home. Not long after, well, the rest, you seem to find the rest of us, so. Do you, you think you were attacked by someone looking for that thing? That's what I would assume. I mean, it says gemstone covered in ivy, which doesn't make any sense, by the way. Um, and you were attacked by a man covered in plants. I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm, I don't know anything either. I don't know what to think of it either. Um, who, who so are you part of a group or you just happen to find me it's, my partner and I were looking for something came through here but saw what happened here saw two pairs of tracks leading away he went after the other I came after you I'm gonna catch up to him when I can how many how many bodies did you find three bodies and an empty suit of armor oh, shit. I don't know who the other pair of tracks were that's we were five could have just been someone stumbled across you you well I'm in no no fit to tag along to be alone. You mind if I? I can at least get you out of the forest. Yeah, I, I. I'll find a way to repay you. I. I can't thank you enough. Don't worry about that for right now. Here, I'll hand him some like dry rations and stuff. Snack on that. Let's move. Do you? Yeah. Little morbid. You think he could steal a boot from one of your friends here? Yeah, I think so. Um, I guess for for time this sake, do you do you want to just say that you catch up with? Uh, if I catch up with him, especially if before he gets to where where LA is, Arale, Arale, Arale is, then yeah, I, I'm cool with just cutting forward. I'm gonna say this: you you actually continue on the track. Uh, you do see Arale's tracks are weighted to one side. They eventually kind of recover. She looks like she maybe took a spot to rest. You can see. Uh, Loose uh, rags. Perhaps she made a bandage or something. Right. And uh, I'll say you catch up to him whenever. So when I get to wherever Aralee fought the whatever thing, could I roll to see if I can figure out what the hell she fought? Sure, you can roll the nature. And uh, Rag, the Sharp Sentinel Scout, will help too. The first one was much better. That's a 16. Uh, You're looking at it. You're not quite sure. But then... uh, Ryg will kind of point to the the ground that's discolored and say, "This is kind of the same thing that happened whenever we were all attacked. We noticed the area around us kind of changed, hmm. got cold, got a bit darker." Hmm. Well, is this somebody? Is this a friend of yours? I kn- no, notice we're following these tracks. Yeah, it's someone my friend knows, I think, but I don't know who it is. Looks like they made it away, but not unscathed. I'm a little bit worried. Let's try to move faster. Yeah. I'm feeling a bit better now that I have something to eat. And uh, this boot is a little couple sizes too big, but I'll make do. Okay. Uh, you, you out of character, he's also a ranger as well. So, oh, yeah. You, he yeah. said he was a scout. That yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you guys are going to make good time once he's like feeling better. Uh, and you are going to continue to follow these tracks. And I would say, Walker, you catch up to Val as you make it to the next point of interest. Uh, you can see this large, overgrown wooden building 
there is a sign uh, kind of posted out in front away from all the overgrown plants and whatnot. And the sign says uh, Delvora's Rose Garden. You can roll me a history check if you like. See what you know what this place is. Natural 20. Natural 20. Uh, so the previous session you guys had asked me about settlements and what was nearest to you guys. So other than the big cities being Lorlan and Valaine, in the thick of the Elderwood, there's wood oven settlements and camps. There's also lodges. One, The big popular one is called Green's Gambit, which is the one that's right outside of Windkiss. That's kind of like your last refuge if you head into Windkiss or your first stop if you're heading into the Elderwood. This is another one of those lodges, just deeper in the heart of Elderwood. Okay. Who's your friend? Val, Ray, Ray, Val. So I see he... He fared better than his friends. Well, he was almost multiple meals for some very hungry ankh eggs. Ooh, ankh eggs. Yeah. I wouldn't have been, I would have been uh, eaten alive if it wasn't for your buddy. So, which oh. reminds me I need a new rope. <laughs> you went in an ankh egg swarm by yourself. I was careful. Well, there's hope for you yet. No, no. That was no offense, Ray. That was a dumb thing to do. But, hey, you're alive because of it, so that's good. I appreciate it. I, it would, I couldn't imagine what I'd be going through right now if it, you know, it wasn't for you. No, you'd, you'd probably be dead by now. So what's, yeah. with the, uh, what's with the matching armor and the glowing? And We're a group called the Sharp Sentinels, a mercenary company. Huh. Out of yeah. Windkist. That is oh, where our Wind headquarters is. Our headquarters has changed now and again, but... Our leader, his name's Zevin. He was hired by a woman with a lot of money and a lot of power in Windkiss. She just wanted us to guard some kind of tower or keeping the draw at bay. I'm not quite sure. So what exactly are you doing out in the middle of the Elderwood? Because Windkiss is pretty far from here. We learned that this woman that our leader was been working with... They were looking for some... Or they are helping some refugees and then came across a camp and then found a gem covered in ivy. Really? A gem covered in ivory? Yeah. IV. Sorry, IV. It's, it's still a weird concept to me. Uh, right? Doesn't make any sense. Hmm. And then uh, somebody with a skull covered in vines and a bunch of undead animals showed up and killed everybody. That's new. Is there a check I can do on that? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll say with that check, too, he's going to basically recite everything that he said, that these undead animals and this... Man encased in plants and ivy with a skull came. He pointed his finger at someone and said, kill. It sounded really loud and uncomfortable. And next thing you know, the the guy you checked out with the armor, like he just poof. Since I'm I'm proficient in Arcana, would I have an idea that this is... We can roll. Okay, so this is the first roll. It's a 12. Mm-hmm. Is that to find out... If I knew what that that spell was, oh yeah, you, you would assume that'd be power word kill. That is a lot of juice. What? That is a very high spell for somebody to cast. You you know what it is? It's called power word kill. Pretty much tells you everything it is. Yeah, it's kind of right there on the tin. It's isn't um, it? I mean, it's instant death. But you gotta have a lot of juice to pull that one off. Fair enough. Whoever it is. Right. And so now I'd like to make a check based off his description of if I know who this entity is. Okay, sure. What would that be? Uh, 
his, I, you could argue Arcana because this is definitely something that's magical. I was gonna say Arcana or History. I'm both proficient in. Okay, uh, I'll let you choose. Just tell me which one you pick. That way, I can kind of figure out how to describe what, depending on what you roll. Well, well, let's start here. Does when he gives me that description, does it send off anything in my memory banks? No, it doesn't. Nothing. Okay. We'll say Arcana because it's what you suggested. It's a twenty-one. Uh, so based on that description, maybe this is some kind of necromancer. It would make sense with the undead animals. I would be aware that like a necromancer could be undead in himself, or it's do I think this well, is just somebody that's like? To clarify, was it like his face was a skull, or was he like carrying a skull? It, it looked like maybe like a mask, maybe. Okay, okay. that's what I was trying. It's, so this is a costume. So this could might be, be a living being, not yeah. like because I, I I have this like. I had this image of like vines with just like a skull where a head should yeah, be. Yeah, that's kind of, I was kind of thinking swamp thing, but with like just yeah. a skull in the middle. It definitely had like a humanoid appearance, but it was like, you know, cost hidden mm-hmm. behind plants and vines, gotcha. that sort of thing. So we may. And it kind of happened all fast. He, I mean, it, it was like a matter of seconds. We may be dealing with um, a pretty powerful wizard. Great. Specializing in the undead. Great. All right. Gets even better. I don't think we stand a chance, so let's not... Um, but, I mean, if... I don't know, perhaps... Uh, the, the the stone that we found kind of matches the description of what he looked like. With yeah. The vines and stuff, so if he found it, maybe he was just gone. Um, here's a... You know, you're... On your trail, you came across that spot where there was obviously a fight you remember what i'm talking about mm-hmm. yeah, the one with yeah the blood. i'm pretty sure that same guy was there or at least it sure looked like it the discoloration is kind of what the initial area we were in looked like she definitely made it away though yeah your friend made it away but is she still being chased and is it chasing her or is it chasing that she take the stone and it's chasing that i feel like your friend no your uh, friend not, left yeah. out a piece of this puzzle oh yeah shocking so the the tracks lead to this this uh lodge mm-hmm. do they look like they go in yeah i'll be the one to get hit in the face first i suppose and yeah I'll, that works for I'll, me. I'll stealth up to the uh the door okay uh you're you're sneaking up to the door i will yes okay. roll me a stealth check okay i get to roll with disadvantage Scale mail. Well, the results were very close to each other. Seven or eight. Okay. Uh, regards, you're sneaking up. Uh, you can hear someone shouting off to the distance behind uh, a tree, which as, as you get a better look at the tree, you do see it's cut out to serve as like a makeshift watchtower. Huh. You can hear someone yelling out to you as you're getting a look. Like, how are you approaching, just curious, the lodge? I mean... I'm approaching it. Have you ever seen the video of the creep? He's doing the creep. Oh, my God. (laughs) And Ray and I are just standing there like, what are you doing? I mean, I'm just, I'm I'm walking up to it nonchalantly. Okay. Just light-footed. Sure. I'm hoping, I'm looking back at my friends and hoping that they have like an arrow knocked at least or something. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you're made not long after you get closer to the lodge and you can hear someone yelling from that tree I explained earlier. Halt! It's a male voice? Yeah. Uh, I, I Remain look- where you are. <sighs> I immediately hide behind something. 
Okay. Uh, Ray will do the same. Uh, you can see some men approach from an opposite tree. That's also hollowed out. Two, two men. Uh, they don't have weapons brandished, but they're definitely showing that, you know. They're armed. They're armed. They're not wielding them or anything. Are you seeking refuge in the lodge, sir? Well, uh, well, let's let's start here. What do they look like? They're wood elves. They're wood elves. Mm-hmm. Okay, much better. It's, like, it's a bunch of high elves. No, I am not. I am just trying to leave elf lands. <laughs> right. That's right exactly now. what I was worried yeah. about. Um, I was just surveying it if it would make a, a a decent shelter for the night. Yes, sir. Uh, Delvara's rose garden is a good place as any to keep up for the night. You're more than welcome if you've got a bit of coin on you. You are, however, to surrender all weapons while you're inside. No worries. We do a great job of keeping this place safe. How much coin are we talking? Two gold a night. Two gold. Room and board is included. Two gold per person? Yes, sir. We're hide- hidden. No, I know. I'm just asking. And and to whom and where would I be surrendering my arms? You will give them to us, and we will keep them inside. Inside your watchtower? No, inside the lodge, sir. Everything will be inventoried and locked and kept safe. Hmm. What time of day is it? It's probably like five in the afternoon. Is it? I find these terms amenable. As do we, and our owner and proprietor, Delvara. And where is uh, Delvara? She is inside, sir. She is the patron of this lodge. She will attend to any needs you have while you are here. She is good company, and she, we, and all of us will keep you safe. Very well. Which I, I will pay with the gold we took off of the corpses. Okay. Hey, he doesn't know where that came from. Yeah. So that leaves me one, and I... I well, I actually have all five. I don't think we had time to transfer them. Sure. All right, so you pay your two gold, and then... And I'm, I'm assuming that that uh walker being the ranger that he is is watching this unfold so i i although i have my reservations about surrendering my weapons i know that there's someone with in the area that i can trust that is weaponized okay and as you uh pay the gold to the first guard the other one is going to pull out a little uh parchment with like a board behind it your name sir val and he's gonna write your name down. He's gonna like inventory all the weapons that you turn in, and they'll lead you inside, side by side. Not like a, not like a prisoner being escorted. Just you know, trying to make you feel safe and comfortable. And as soon as, if you step inside, is that what you're doing? Yeah, uh, yeah. You're like a little foyer, and off to the side you can see like a jail cell, sort of thing. And they have shelves and stuff, and they'll bundle all of your gear. Or your weapons in like a bag so that no one can like no one with prying eyes can like see it and they'll just put a name uh, with a slip and a tag of Val and they'll put it in one of the shelves and then they'll close it and lock it cool and you can see every once in a while as a guard like pacing back and forth in there just keeping everyone's stuff safe so I don't feel like I just walked into a mint's trap no okay that was basically I was Waiting outside to wait and see if I heard yelling or, like, <laughs> oh, God, I'm dying. You know, things like that. Help! Help us! I absolutely would just cast thaumaturgy and all the windows in this place would have shattered open. <laughs> Oof, yeah. Um, and he'd be like, that's the sign that he's in trouble. Yep. It's a shame. 
there's no way it could hide hide a longbow, so they were not going to see it, is there? No, I mean, unless you hit it somewhere out here, yeah, you could. Uh, well, I, I can't communicate with you, so no. I can't tell you what I'm thinking. But I do have two short swords that I could hide on me, and they wouldn't see those. I'm pretty sure if I put them like on my back behind, it'd be a roll. Sleight of hand, probably, and I'm not great at that. But well, I'm not terrible. I just because we didn't cover it, I'm sure they considered a dagger a weapon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did they consider like spell focus? Yeah. Yeah. I think I have like a pocket knife with one of my pocket bags. knife would be fine. Okay. I mean, it's old timey. Everyone has like a belt knife. You're not really going to be able to hurt anyone with it, but you can, some you can like <laughs> cut your food with it, right? And then Ray doesn't have any obviously no weapons on him. Um, he, he broke was, his only spear. Yeah. And he's more in tune with the bow and arrow, similar to you, so he's not gonna. We didn't. I don't suppose see his bow and arrow on the floor. I'm like, yeah, there it is. I'm just gonna leave it lying yeah. there. I don't want that. <laughs> Do we stay out here? Do we go inside? Um, I, for one, could use a bit of comfortable rest. I have no money on me, but perhaps I can haggle my way in. Tell you what, pass Val a message for me. I'll keep watch over the lodge until midnight. I'll camp 30 minutes due east. I'll be back at dawn. Okay. I'll I'll let them know. Something goes wrong if they... Whatever, I don't know. Here, hold on to this, and I'll hand him a short sword. You can either hide that and keep it with you or turn it over to them or whatever. Also, here's 10 gold. I want that back, but you need to pay. Again, I... I my thankfulness for you is indescribable, sir. Don't worry about it. We'll see you later. Midnight, 30 minutes to east. That's right. Back at dawn. Okay. He will go uh, forth. Um, he's not trying to sneak up, so he'll be kind of greeted by the two guards that are leaving uh, as Val's kind of inside. And he'll pay the gold. He's not trying to do anything funny. He's not in a position to really get in a fight or get in anyone's bad side, so he's going to forfeit the weapon and they'll inventory it for him, similar to they did you. And, uh, yeah, so we go inside. You're going to keep watch. Uh, you can see that there's like, this will be, there's a total of four watchtowers. Once once you can figure out how they're hollowed out trees, you can see like the little makeshift windows inside. There's basically two on either side to kind of cover all four corners. There's a total of about eight, Guardsmen total outside. Uh, inside, you can see there's another five. This place is pretty well protected. Yeah. Uh, especially for the Elderwood. Uh, inside, there's a large um, a large uh, tavern-like area. There's tables, chairs, a large bar. You can see a woman. She has a greenish uh, robe slash dress on. It's all adorned with like red roses. And uh, she seems to be lively, t- t- taking everyone's needs. She's very pleasant. You can see a familiar face, somewhat, hidden under a uh, hooded cow, kind of trying to mind her own business, trying to eat some food, but you can see an injured leg from her mile, from a mile away. And that if you want room and board, uh, you'll have to talk to one of the guardsmen and they'll escort you. They have like, this this area is like the, the big tavern gathering place, area, gathering, yeah. yeah, and there's like a another building that has the rooms and stuff, like... 15 feet outside behind this big building. Still in the cover of the watchtower. This is like a, a galley almost. Yeah. Okay. 
It would would the elf be facing me? Let me roll. This, let me roll that a dice for that. Yes. And when you say elf, you're talking about Aralee. Is Aralee facing me? She is not. Is, is she sitting at like a um? Is it like a picnic style table with a, a long bench? Or is she it? She seems to be sitting at like a booth. A booth. Yeah, she's keeping her. Like she's sitting against the wall, keeping her injured leg closest to the wall, just to kind of keep it out of like noticeable. Like if someone was looking like, oh yeah, look, she's hurt. Maybe we can take advantage some. of her. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Um, has has Ray walked in yet? He he has. He's looking around. He's looking for you. Um, we'll say you have like a few turns, uh, quote unquote, to do something before he finds you and we'll go talk to you. Okay. Um. Is there a bar here? There is. That's where Delvora Delvara is. She's kind of tending to it right now, cleaning cleaning the bar. Uh, you can hear the sounds of cattle in the back. She's gonna every once in a while she'll peer back and get like a glass of milk for someone, or just check on things back there, make sure the kitchen's running as it's supposed to be, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, for the time being, I'd like to go to the bar and order <laughs> a bottle of port. Okay. Uh, a whole bottle. Whole bottle. Just just one gold. One gold. Mm-hmm. Okay. One gold bottle of port. Uh, pleasure to to. Uh, Attend to your needs. I'm I'm Delvara, and your name, sir? My name is Val. A pleasure to meet you, and please make yourself home at my garden. Your hospitality is most welcome in the Elderwood. Yes, these are trying times indeed, especially in the old world. You're more than welcome. Have a seat wherever you like. And uh, should you find any precarious plants, I am a partaker in collecting them. I will pay good money should you come across any. Well, I should certainly keep that in mind. I would love later to have a word with you, but I got to catch up with an old friend real quick. Please, by all means, make yourself at home. And as you walk around, you do see she does have like these glass trophy-like cases of different plants uh, and that sort of thing. There's no red flower that you've been hearing rumors about in here. I was about to say, I was like, uh, get out, burn go. the building gotta to go. the ground, burn <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> yeah, you don't see any weird red flowers, but you do see umbral shades, other. Purplish, reddish things I think are poisonous, poisonous, but they're definitely kept high out of reach and definitely secured. They're sprinkled onto people's food, just way I know it. <laughs> hey, do you want some umbral or some umbral flower? What's that? What's that? You're it's, about it, to find out. In small dosages, it just gets you high as hell. <laughs> so good. Oh man, it's iocane powder. You just build up an immunity. Oh, okay. <laughs> At this point, you definitely can tell that Arlay has noticed you're in here. Yeah, I'll just I'll walk up and I will very blatantly. Put that bottle of port down on the table in front of her, like with a good thud, not obnoxiously, but yeah. She pretends to act startled, like she didn't see you, even though she's been reading you as you're across the room talking to uh, Davara. Oh, are you wishing to sit here? You, I suppose, you're more than welcome if you like. Valve just kind of hold his hands up and be like, "Who are you acting for right now?" You saying that out loud? Yes. Just trying to be polite. There's nothing wrong with that, is there? He'll sigh and he'll sit opposite of her at the 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 booth. Especially, you know, when you're she looks at herself high off and all. You need to play the part every once in a while. As mm. much as I hate to agree with it. Val just take the take the top of the uh, bottle and put it in his mouth and grab it with one of his fangs and rip the the cork out. Okay. Hello, Val. Mm, Aralee. What brings you here 
In the Elderwood, of all places. Well, you know, I've been operating here for quite some time now. I met this, um, met this entity, took great interest in this item. Um, I could describe it, but we both know what I'm talking about. Are you talking about me? A lot of people do take interest in me. That's not out of the ordinary. No, I'm talking about the gemstone covered in ivy. How do you know about that? Right. So I met this entity that became very interested in it. And in fact, he was about to uh, take it off some corpses when someone beat him to the grave robbing. You see, he, he named this silver haired elf who produced a bright light. And well, there's only one silver haired thief that I could think of. And then, you know, I went and and I'll pull out what was left of this scroll. And then I found this burnt scroll of some sort of light spell. And man, you know, two and two finally added up. And I'll slide it across the table to her. She'll take her hand over and slide it under the table and put it in one of her pockets somewhere beneath her, her cloak. You are learning, Val. Interesting. Mm. So why are you after the gemstone? You know I can't give it to you, right? Oh, what do you need it for? We have our secrets, don't we? Oh. We always have. I don't have a secret. You have a secret. I need it for something. A contract. A contract. Yeah. Well, I'm on a contract. Oh, you always are. What is this one? <laughs> I found something in the Elder Wood. I kind of know what it is, but in order to get the whole story, I have to bring back that thing you have. I'll give it to you once I'm done with my job. How about that? You don't know what a god's tear is, do you? No, but I assume it must be a very big drop of water. <laughs> well, I was hoping we could subvert a lot of this, but unfortunately I'm just not that lucky. I'm sorry to hear. Luck is never always on your side, but every once in a while it'll spike and it'll drop again. So where you got to bring this thing back to anyway? It's none of your business. It's none of my business, but <laughs> you look like you're barely making it on your own, Arale. I can manage. Uh, my uh... Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Let me guess. This guy with a skull for a face covered in vines showed up with a bunch of animals, and they kind of got the better of you? Mm, no, it's just a rabbit dog that attacked me. I didn't see anyone with vines and a skull mask. And why would a rabbit dog attack you? It's the Elderwood, after all. <laughs> I think you need my help more than you know. I think I'm bound to this contract, and there were very explicit rules, and I am not one for breaking them. So the rule is that you have to finish this by yourself, even if it kills you. Well, it's not going to kill me. Come on. We both know I'm better than that. <sighs> At this point, uh, you do see Ray walk up. Excuse me, sir. Can I have a moment with you? Sure. And I'll get up and go join Ray. Okay. I'm sorry to bother you. You seem to be deep in the conversation. It's about your your friend. Our Walker. Yeah, you can call him Walker. That's his name. Sure. I didn't know if we were keeping names a secret. Sorry, sir. But uh, he is not going to be inside tonight. He said that he was going to keep watch at midnight. He's going to camp 30 minutes east. And he's going to return at dawn. Just in case uh, anything could go wrong. That's exactly what I'd hoped he'd do, so I'm glad he was able to read me from the zero clues I left him. Okay, I will uh, 
leave you to your business, sir. It's almost as if both of us are playing characters that are really paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, Ray, you should probably get some rest because outside of this place, I can't guarantee you we're going to be all that protected. And uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. I know it's a bit early, but I think I'm going to go in for the night. If you guys need my help, I'd be more than willing to accompany you. Otherwise, I will try to return home to and kiss and find a way to repay you, both of you. Do you think after staying here, you'll be able to make it there on your own? Or do you need somebody to escort you out of here? I'll probably see if I can talk to Stelvara. I was going to say, maybe one of these wood elves can be a guide. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm pretty good at tracking, but this place is alien to me. Every time I'm here, I'm never... There's, some, yes, there's something off about the entire Elderwood. I, I'm in agreement with you. Um, so I have no money to repay, as I've said, your, to your friend Walker, but you let me know what you need and I'll try and f- meet the bill. You're headed to Windkist. If you are not in need of my services, yes, I need to go and report back and let Zevin know what's happened. Uh, that'll be that'll be all. You don't Don't worry about paying us back. There's you know at least monetarily there's nothing you can do for us well, I would like 5,000 <laughs> this uh, I'll never forget this and if the opportunity arises I will I will repay you in any way I can well good luck Ray you too as well be careful out there we the sharp sentinels were Indrell's best I didn't think we could be bested by anything else until a few days ago. I will just nod and return to my conversation with Aralei. He'll take his leave. Uh, Aralei has called for a couple of glasses to pour from the bottle. She doesn't want to drink out of the bottle. Not trying to be in, uh, trying to be more hospitable, more elegant. She's trying to play the high oven part. Bold of you to think that I ordered this to share. I mean, you've always shared in the past. I didn't think this would be any different. Not willingly. How would it look anyway to the other high elves, which I'll pan around the room and like hold my arm up. Are there any high elves in here? None. With you sitting with, you know, a devil spawn. I believe you came to my table first. She pours herself a glass and she pours you a glass. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Cheers. So can you tell me anything of your contract? I was approached by someone who said that he needed my work quickly and effectively, that I would be given something in return. I was given this scroll, and I was told to go to this specific area to activate the scroll the second I got there, that I was looking for a gemstone in case in ivy, that it would be on a corpse of a man that was no longer there. Just his armor was laid behind as it all was. Everything that I was told was happened exactly as it, as I was told before I got there. So I would presume that the contractor is some sort of diviner of sorts. Or the contractor's this necromancer that turned the guy into nothing but an armor suit. Why would someone kill someone and have me go and pick it up? That makes no sense. Nothing makes sense out here. You have a point. 
And if he's not the necromancer, the necromancer is certainly interested in what was there. And he uh, killed a guy using only a word. You know, I've been known to kill people with words myself. <laughs> That's right, Early. Keep talking like you have everything under control. I never said I had everything under control. I just know how to take advantages of uh, opportunities when they arise. How's the port taste? Romeo Con save with disadvantage. Saw that coming. Fucking A. Saw that coming. <laughs> it went from bad to worse. Um, seven. Yeah, you start to feel real weak, real tired. Oof, looks like you've had a little too much to drink tonight. Uh, she's going to reach underneath the table and grab your coin purse and start digging through it. She's going to just take half of what you have. Delvara, can we get some help? My friend here has had a bit too much to drink. He said he's been on the road and was eager to quench his thirst, but I think he's uh, I think he's let the port get it better for himself. And uh, she'll call, and a couple of uh, whatever, some of the uh, militia guard will come and help escort you to a room. Until we meet again. And yeah, you're you're brought to your room. Uh, you outside keeping watch. The 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 sun is gonna set pretty soon. You can see. Uh, yeah, uh, Val looks like he's had way too much to drink. Looks very intoxicated. He's being kind of like drug as carefully as possible to one of these rooms. Uh, the one near where uh, Ray was laying. Well, I know Val well enough to know that he didn't get drunk that fast, <laughs> which means something's going on. And he looks like he's, like, he just looks like drunk. He doesn't look like he's going to die. No, no. Am I, like, being yeah. dragged to a room? Yeah. Like, off my feet. Yeah. I mean, they're going like to try to help. Fireman, one of Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm... Good luck, buddy. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to keep watch on that door and see if someone leaves. Okay. Uh, night is going to fall after a few. Like, someone would say that again? I'm waiting to see if someone tries to leave. His room? No, no, the establishment. The establishment. Oh, the establishment. Okay, yeah, you don't see anyone leaving. You're going to keep watch. Night is going to fall. Uh, it's about midnight at this point. Are you going to head to your camp, or are you going to just keep watch? Do the patrols decrease at all? Does it look like I'd have an easier time getting in or anything? They do decrease slightly. However, it's the surrounding area is definitely well lit. They have some torches. They have some like orbs of light just kind of sitting around in midair, just kind of glowing faintly, keeping a nice... Uh, illumination around the place to keep everyone, you know, safe. Make sure no one's getting any dumb ideas or any creatures for that matter. Before you go too much further, though, roll me a perception check, please. With advantage, it's pretty quiet right now. Just the sound of the faint uh, nightlife, crickets and bugs and that sort of thing. Well, that was a natural 20 for 25, so... <laughs> right. You're laying low, you're keeping watch, you have your uh, your bow and arrow at the ready and everything, and uh, you can hear something moving around in the, the outer croppings outside of the, the illumination of this place. Does it sound, like, big? Does it sound small? Or is it, it just... sounds numerous. Shit. None of the other guards seem to have noticed this. Perhaps because you're just further outside. How far away did it sound like? Uh, it's maybe 30 feet, maybe 60 feet. 
Um, is there like a a rock or something near me I could pick up? Okay. I'm gonna wait just a second to see if like they try to sneak past or they're about to like yell and charge the place or see what the hell's going on. Okay. Are you m- remaining where you are? Yes. Roll me a stealth check, please. Not good. That is a 12. Wait, 11. Okay. Uh, Similar to how Ray described, one of these creatures walks right by you. Their eyes set on nothing else but the building that you're keeping watch on. It is a wolf. It's a pretty large wolf. Uh, On its four legs, it's about four-ish feet tall. Uh, Its skin is lacerated everywhere, uh, loose sinew and tissue holding this thing together so you can see exposed bone it smells disgusting its uh, face is completely eradicated it's just a skull sitting where its head should be teeth bare eyes glowing as if some sort of magical light is within it and you can see this uh, lodge is slowly being surrounded by these undead creatures and we'll end the session right there guys the next move was going to be throw the throw the rock to get a guard's attention and run away. <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye on your drinks, guys. Keep an eye on your drinks. <laughs> this PSA brought to you by Delvara's Rose Garden. Keep an eye on your drinks. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll see you next time to see what the hell happens next. Next.